0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Boy, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Lock Talk
1: Radio. Bonnie? Yes. How are you? Can you hear
2: me? I'm I good. Can. How are you?
1: I'm great. I'm I'm excited to have you on the show, so thank you for uh taking time out. Uh, thank you for considering my show. We really appreciate it.
2: Oh, I'm excited, thank you. <laughs> uh
1: so before we talk about your amazing uh book novel, uh how have you been through this uh whole pandemic? Thing? How has life been?
2: <laughs> uh, life has been uh, I think for all of us in the pandemic, a little bit uncertain, but uh, it seems like maybe we're coming out the
1: other side. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, um, your book, Lessons in, Chem- Lessons in Chemistry, and you know, the first time, the first thought came to my mind when um, when I saw the title, said, like, "Oh, she's teaching us about chemistry." <laughs> and it brought me back, it brought me back to um, um, high school when I thought, when I um, was learning this uh, chemistry, Oh my like, oh, but um, it's a so little interesting when I went, when I scanned through the book and was, you know, read really through it, because um, yeah. I, I, I love, I, I love biology, but chemistry and physics, I'm like, oh, no, it's not for me. So, I had a similar to...
2: feeling, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I I didn't enjoy chemistry in high school at all, but uh, I needed it for the book, so so it was important to kind of go back and and decide to teach myself chemistry. So that's what I did.
1: Absolutely. I because you think you you think you love science until you get to chemistry and you're like, oh gosh. <laughs> where
2: did
1: <you> exactly. <laughs> That's where it you. Exactly. That's I mean, exactly right. I I love the I love science and so I got the chemistry. So you know, this is it. I can't do it no I I always wanted to be a doctor coming up. I said when I said I want oh. to be a doctor, I want to be a doctor. But you gotta go chemistry <laughs> and stuff like that. It never uh-huh. happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
2: pretty good to be a radio uh, show host. So uh, I'm I'm in awe of you.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, your book. Uh, tell us a little bit about I read I I read bits and pieces, but uh tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about your wonderful character Elizabeth and what inspired you to uh write about her. Oh,
2: okay. Well, Elizabeth um kind of represents for me, um She's she's a feminist icon, but I think that she is also somebody who appeals to both men and women because she is the kind of woman, especially back when I think she lived, which was the late 50s, early 60s, she's someone who stands up for the underdog, including herself. And she is a very rational person, which is, I think, appealing these days because we, we seem to be living in an irrational time. But she was, uh, in my head, she was a chemist, and she gets fired from her job for the crime of being pregnant and goes on to become a TV cooking show host. But she's not really teaching women how to just simply make dinner. She's empowering a nation to be better than they are, to become catalysts for change.
1: Mm -hmm. And... That whole so be, be prior to doing the book. I just said stated previously that you learned chemistry, but um, so before, how much uh, other processes you learn before doing the book? <laughs>
2: Nothing. I I started the book. Uh, I wrote the first chapter. I realized I didn't really know chemistry, um, and so I bought a used textbook off of eBay from the 1950s, and I just taught myself very basic chemistry from that um and i knew that she needed to be a tv cooking show host because cooking really is chemistry so that part um unfolded more naturally for me but no, i kind of just had to make the whole thing up as i went along <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> so i mean so 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 let's basically get back to the the um the 50s and 60s Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about the challenges and, and some of the ups and downs that Elizabeth uh, had to go through during that time to be taken okay, well, yeah. uh, serious on a professional level.
2: Right. Well, you know, back then women didn't have very many choices in terms of careers. Um, they could be teachers or nurses or librarians but uh, you know the choices were very narrow and so for a woman to be a scientist back then was a very, very big mountain to climb, and she was going to be uh, fighting against a lot of misogyny at every single turn, which is what happens to Elizabeth. Um, she, she suffers sexual assault, and she is, her work is stolen. She's um, disregarded as a scientist, even though she's probably one of the most brilliant scientists at her research center And so these challenges were just common day for women back then. And I have to say that I've been hearing from a lot of women scientists lately, and they're telling me not that much has changed, which I find uh, very frightening, actually. But I will say I said it back then because that's when my mom was a mom, and I wanted a chance to look back and see what kind of limits she had lived under and if we really had made progress. And I'm really thrilled to say that we have made some progress but not nearly enough. And um, I think that we can do a lot better. So I'm thrilled with the reception that the book is getting and the way uh, everyone, men and women, are seeing a little bit of themselves in Elizabeth Mm
1: -hmm. Voss. Why do you think that um, women are women were not taken seriously back then to do science, uh, to be a scientist or to be a chemist or uh, a biologist? Mm -hmm. Why do you think that?
2: Oh, well, it's, it's just a fact, actually. There are very, very mm-hmm. few women in science back then because they weren't encouraged to pursue science. But the, the, the myth in society at that time was that women were not capable. They weren't smart enough to do this kind of work, which, you know, was completely false. But our society has a way of generating new myths all the time. And at that time, there was this idea that women belonged in the home and only the home and nowhere else, and that they just simply weren't smart enough to do what they consider to be man's work, which is interesting coming off of the war when the women had taken the men's jobs in factories and technical settings and had done a very, very good job at all of those, all of those jobs. So to suddenly be relegated to only changing diapers was something that was not, it's not biological, that is cultural. And that struggle, still goes on today, actually. It's not as bad as it was, but it's still lurking there.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Besides Elizabeth, um, what are some of your other favorite characters uh, in this book?
2: (laughs) I'm I'm very fond of um, her boss at the TV studio, Walter Pine. And uh, I like him because I think he's also a man who has been – caught in a cultural bind Um, he's expected to be very aggressive at work and it's just not in his nature to do that he has hired a woman who's making his life miserable and yet he can't help but respect her and what she stands for so I like the tension between Walter and Elizabeth but I'm also really fond of 630 the dog and um, Harriet her next door neighbor who helps her out when she's a new mother with no one else to turn to
1: Mm-hmm. 630 the dog um, Tell us a little about the dog how did, it come up, how did you come up with that character?
2: Well that character of 630 is the only character um, Which is based on a real live being That character was based on a dog I had at that time Named Friday And Friday was, uh, had come to us from a shelter She'd been badly abused And we, you know, kind of underestimated how smart she was. Well, not kind of. We definitely underestimated her her brain power, um, and she was able to learn quite a few words. We weren't teaching her words. She was listening to us and picking these words up on her own. And she would demonstrate this by retrieving things that we would name, you know, not even talking to her. She would just go find them. So we were transferred abroad to Switzerland, and this is how – how ridiculously smart this dog was, she learned some German as well. Um, so my whole point in having 630 in the book was to have a character um, who questions America, uh, who questions, uh, a human intelligence, who understands that we only perceive intelligence through our own definition. And we don't consider the intelligence as much from the animal kingdom. And I wanted him to comment on that and on the very stupid choices we often end up making. So he would provide a more anthropological view of what animals might be thinking about us.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Before I ask my next question, I, I, I'm to do another question. Um, mm-hmm. how, how do you feel this, this do you think this, book will have an impact and open more doors for women that wants to be chemists or, or, or physicists mm-hmm. in the very near future?
2: Oh, I really hope so. You know, I've gotten quite a few direct messages from women, and I recently got one from a 15-year-old girl who was really oh. afraid, actually, to go into the scientists, and she, sciences. She said, I've always wanted to be in the sciences, and I have to make some decisions about this now but I've been getting so much pushback from the boys at school that I felt like it might not be a possibility. But she said after reading the book, she's determined not only to be a scientist, but a chemist. So that was thrilling.
1: That's awesome. That is awesome. This <laughs> book, um, it's, a, it's about finding family. Um, mm-hmm. What uh, What about family is important in the book?
2: Well, I think it's really important. A lot of us, um, I, and not not really me, but a lot of people are born into families where they don't really feel like they fit in for some reason, or another. And I I think that that's fairly common uh, around the world. That um, you might feel out of place in your own family, but family is something that uh, undergoes change all the time, and it, it is chemical. It is chemistry, and families can be found and remade and they can come out of uh, other relationships that are important. And I think that that was, for me, a very important message to have for the readers, that while you may not feel like you fit, you do fit somewhere, and there are people out there who are your family, and creating that family is simply opening yourself up to other people.
1: Absolutely. Not just the term, not just as far as with science, but... In my opinion, sometimes I believe that you have to have a good work chemistry, and um, Mm -hmm. that can also, you know, help with a lot of different things. Not just a term, not just a scientific term, but you know, the actual chemistry of us working together. And um, this book was very interesting to me because, um, besides this, I work in uh, mental health. And a oh. lot of the times when we had, um, we have our meetings. And um, so the guy would the, we have like a panel of different uh, people, whether it be mental physicians and uh you know that nature, and a lot of the guys said, Oh well um uh, there was a, a female who wanted to be um you know in charge whatever well, he said no um you can be i i I'm in charge but you can be i you can be you can be second in command. so the entire uh-huh. time that you know this whole thing is going on, it's like oh they never allowed a female to lead, you can be second in command, uh-huh. but you always have to report to a male." Because they didn't yeah. see they didn't see a female to be fit to run the entire thing. And yeah. um so I'm like, you know, it's so like it's it today it still exists. And yes, it, I,
2: it really does.
1: <laughs> and I'm I, I'm not sure, you know, I I, I guess I, I guess it goes all the way back to um uh to the let me see, go back to like oh, what do you call it? the uh B C uh era. Where, you know, yes. you always have this you ever had to say this song that who sings this song? Um uh this is a man's world. And I uh-huh. I guess that goes always the way back to that situation where, you know, even though we have the women are here but, you know, this they consider the man I guess because, you know, our higher power of God is a man. So I guess that uh-huh. that has a little, little situation. But my thing is now where I'm seeing now where I, I never would thought that women would be truck drivers, women would be mechanics. Mm-hmm. I never right. thought that. <laughs> but they are. Yeah. It, it surprised me. Right. Like, really? Yeah, doing so, I mean, hey, listen, if, if, to me personally as a male, if a woman can do the job and get the job done, why not? Why well, not? Well,
2: exactly right. Yeah, and I really appreciate you saying that because, It is these limits that have been imposed on us, and I mean all of us, men and women, are imposed by other people. Many of you aren't even alive anymore. These are old rules that we don't have to live by anymore. So I think it's wonderful to hear you say that, especially, and I do think women are just as capable as men in in all areas. There's really nothing that a woman can't do. We all have the same kind of brains um and our physical size isn't a limit for us so hopefully going forward more and more people will just realize that and will stop putting women in a secondary position
1: absolutely absolutely I that that's I so this is why I I was so um, the book was so interesting to me you know I've got to actually read through the book to actually get the meaning of it, you know, because for the first thing somebody looks at a lesson get, oh, well, Bonnie's teaching us about <laughs> chemistry. So now, when I, get, when, I go to, when I go to college to get my chemistry degree, I'm going to read Bonnie's book, but then when they actually read it, they'll say, oh, this is what, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, so if I say something like you got to read, you know, reading is fundamental, you know, because you got to read because you always can't read a book, uh, don't, judge, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> gotta, exactly.
2: Gotta, exactly Right.
1: <laughs> you gotta read it. You gotta read it. So, um, if we can, if we can sum or uh, sum this up, what what are like three great words you can describe Elizabeth?
2: <laughs> what Elizabeth would say is that if she had to describe herself, she would say, "I'm hydrogen, nitrogen, or oxygen." Um, but what she really is, of course, is a person who's very rational and sees th- things based on evidence that she can believe, and she works from that. She works from a factual base, and that's how she makes her decisions about how to live. So she does not accept society's rules or myths or anything because logically she shouldn't, nor should the rest of us.
1: uh, If I may ask, um, you're a very brilliant author. Um, What are are your... uh, tips or advice to uh, individuals that would like to become authors such as yourself.
2: <laughs> oh, that's so nice. I, thank you for that compliment. Um, I would say, you know, writing is, is a lot of writing, actually. It's just practice, practice, practice. You read, uh, try to read as many really talented authors, and there's so many of them out there. Read what they write. Hear the rhythm of their sentences and their words. Watch how they structure a story. And then write from your heart, and try not to be, you know, be self-critical. But don't sit, don't let someone sit on your shoulder and tell you you're not any good. Just keep
1: writing. Absolutely. Now, um, are you planning to take this, if I may ask, are you planning to take this to the next level, such as like a maybe a TV, a movie, or something to that nature?
2: Oh, actually, it's already um, in production. Apple TV picked it up, and uh, it is, yeah, uh, it's starring Brie Larson, and uh, they're starting to shoot this summer in July, and it will be out hopefully next year in July um, or August or so. Um, It's a limited series, and... The producers are Michael Costigan, Jason Bateman, Bree Larson. Um, it's very exciting. So moving forward, it's it's um yeah it'll be it'll be on TV uh, pretty soon actually. So another year, a little more than a year, a year and a half.
1: Oh my! Look at you! Look at that! Oh my goodness! <laughs> that is. Well, like, why you? Or, or did you have a chance to like go on the set or something to actually see the actual?
2: Um, that they 're not starting to shoot until this July, but yes i've been invited to the set and i 'm definitely going to go i 'm really excited about that
1: oh man that I mean, that 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 that's <laughs> like, total, that is, like amazing like this so like the actual author is actually there, and you know with the actual character, see how it's actually played out That, that's it's going to be amazing the CEO yeah, actually played out into I'm life a,
2: yeah, I oh, think it'll man. be great you know i'm 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 not writing this series um. They have a writer's room and they're adapting it. So it'll be really, you know, I have it easy. Uh, um, And I just get to go and watch, which I think is really spectacular. (laughs) So no complaints from me.
1: Absolutely. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations on this, on this wonderful book. Uh, Much success with everything, uh, Bonnie. Um, It was a privilege and an honor to have you on and, um, I think this cannot be your last visit to the show. Um, <laughs> any, um, any uh, uh, acknowledgements or anything that you want to say before I let you go? I'm not going to keep you all day. Oh, no, I
2: just want to say thanks a lot to my publishers, all of them. I have 38 now, but a special thanks to <laughs> Doubleday UK and Doubleday uh, US and to my lovely agents, uh, Felicity Blunt, Jennifer, Joel, and Luke Speed, and also to my incredible editors, Jane Lawson and Lee Boudreaux. I could not have done any of this without them and their support.
1: Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Bonnie. I uh, I appreciate you. And um, hopefully I get to see you back soon. And next, hopefully next time I'll have you invite you over here to the studio.
2: Uh-huh. That'd be great.
1: Thank you so much, Bonnie. You be blessed.
2: Thank you. All right. You too. Bye-bye.
1: Special thanks to Bonnie Garmin for coming on the show. Make sure you guys support her new book is in stores now. Uh, Wherever you buy uh, books, uh, Lessons in Chemistry, make sure you read the book. It's it's interesting. talks about a lot of different things that went back in the 50s, 60s, and actually still exists to this day. So make sure you guys uh, check the book out. I'm going to talk to you a few distractions now. Thank you so much to everyone for listening to it. An and today, special thanks to Bonnie Garments for coming on the show. So make sure you pick up our book lessons in chemistry, Uh, if you missed the interview, you missed an amazing interview, make sure you check the archives um, to check the interview out. Um, For more information on today's episode, TimothyHochel at gmail.com for more information, or check out our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or um, TikTok. So we'll be... um, Bokai from my phone there as well. Um, shout out to everybody here at BTR, Power and 3.4 FM, iHeartRadio, all of you guys for supporting the show. Love you. Stay up, stay strong. Um, so we'll be on again. We have for me another amazing guest come up this week. I cannot wait. It's so amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening to tuning in today. I appreciate you so much. Um, please stay safe. Continue to be blessed. Uh, For more information, again, on today's show, Gmail.com. I'm going to leave you with just a bit of my request. Um, Nevertheless, also, um, so much in the world, so much coming up. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Love you. Stay up, stay strong. Peace. I
0: got my peaches out in Georgia, oh yeah shit I get my weed from California, that's that shit I took my chick up to the north
1: My whole life I left my girl, I'm in my
0: shortcut I'm sure in my name because I'm yours I can I can't pretend I can't ignore you right from don't think you wanna know just where i've been I get my weed from california that's that shit. I so much you up to the north yeah badass bitch I get my weed from California, that's that shit I took my chick up to the north, yeah, red-ass bitch I get my light right from the source, yeah, yeah, that's it